Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Good morning, everyone. Well, first of all, my throat's better. Not 100%, but it's better. Um, Second, Wales did lose 4-0, which is devastating. But fair play to the boys again. Tiny country, small nation on the European stage. Knockout stages, go through the group games. So, you know, they put us there. Supporting Wales on on the Euros has never happened in my lifetime until 2016 onwards, when the first time we qualified. So... It's been a good, and Scotland this time, it's been quite good to actually not have to just watch England for once, do you mean? So yeah, happy days, it's gone now, but there we go. Um, I did go to the School of Life uh, on the weekend. So the School of Life, the guy who founded Alain de Botton is this, you know, he's a brilliant author, so we're going to be reading one of his books in book club. Um, he's got loads of little books essays you can buy in the shop and they're on loads of different topics and the good thing about this guy is like he takes these like philosophical lessons and he basically makes them very actionable easy to understand and it's not full of fluff he's a brilliant mind as well so like if you are in london i think it's in like russell square you can go to the school of life and then go to the british museum and see some uh, ancient greek stuff and roman stuff so yeah, you can do that trip, uh, get a few books. So yeah, really good. But we're gonna look. We're gonna we're gonna read his book next in book club after Jay Shetty. But a random video, right? I was on YouTube and a video came up, and I just was like, right, recommend video. Boris Johnson versus I can't Mary something Greece versus Rome. I was like, what? So you're watching this, basically Boris Johnson in like 2015. He's debating this professor at Cambridge about, right, why is ancient Greece better than ancient Rome? Or, like, what's had the most impact? And I was, like, to be fair to Boris, he's a good, he's a good, like, public speaker, like, lecturer. Because he can do some jokes and stuff like that. But I was, like, listening to what he was saying. I was like, if you know all of this and you want to take all the lessons from the ancient Greeks and you've got all these views on democracy, he even said... Boris Johnson even says that he's for the many, not the few, right? And that was Jeremy Corbyn's campaign, like, motto, for the many, not the few, as in, you know, most public, not just the elites. And I'm like, it it made me me realise it doesn't matter how much you know about all this stuff. If you're not going to apply it, right, to your own life when you've got the chance to, what is the point knowing it? I mean, Boris, like, a pop, he's a populist, like, he'll... He's, he's already come to the conclusion and he'll say whatever he wants to get his thing. He wasn't listening to the other person. He wasn't like, you know, he was trying to crack jokes and disarm and stuff like that. But just that's just a, a note that I was making. Like, we can read as many books as we want. We can learn about all history lessons and all that. But when it comes to the time we have to make decisions ourselves and we've, we know all of the, the past, what do most humans do? Ah, well, this time's different. Nah, it can't be the same. Me, I'm the only person that's ever had this kind of decision to make. It's just, you're just lying to yourself. 
you know the right decision is, but then you go for the easiest decision. Hmm? And I was reading this, um, it's actually a book by Alain de Botton on, I think it's called like the 60 greatest thinkers. So if you want to have a recap of all the top thinkers in political history and just uh, in philosophy and stuff, it's a really good, easy read that would get you up to speed. But there's a guy called La, I'm not going to rinse his name, La Rochefold. I think is a French guy. He was the one that came up with the concept of a maxim or an aphorism. And he's basically, he's got loads of aphorisms or maxims on uh, basically the, how the human psyche is in reality. And he was a French guy and people, when he's coming out of these back in the day, people didn't like him because he was saying a lot of home truths to us that we weren't really comfortable with like people knowing. He said that, the reason why we argue so much against my maxims is because they expose the human heart. It's as we are, ourselves are afraid of being exposed by them. Um, and it's true. So I'm going to give you some maxims that I liked so far from the book and uh, see if any resonate or if you want to have a fight or something, <laughs> let me know. Okay. The first one, which is what my, you know, I thought about straight away is Boris, is it is more vital to study men or women than books. Right, the purpose of reading and looking into other people is probably to learn from them. Um, and you know, you can talk theory all day, but definitely important to learn from others, especially people we look up to maybe in the same field as us. We can learn a lot by just reading a biography or whatever on them or reading their work. Okay, in the human heart, passions, emotions are perpetually being generated so that the downfall of one is almost always the rise of another. That's just the reality of us as humans. I mean, it might be sad today, and that goes, and then we're angry, and then we're happy, and someone else, whatever. We are more able than willing. Often we imagine that things are impossible because we want to excuse ourselves in our own eyes. Yeah, very true. Those who devote too much attention to little things generally become incapable of great ones. Correct. We are so accustomed to disguise ourselves from other people that in the end, we disguise ourselves from ourselves. Mm -hmm. I've seen that in many forms. It is easier to be wise for other people than for yourself. Oh my God, if th this is literally like this hit home so hard. Like I can, like I said, read all these books, do all these voice notes, help people in health and fitness and see people doing amazing transformations, right? And then when it comes to yourself, it's still just as hard as everyone else to take the same advice, right? That's the thing. The soup, you have to be able to give, you, if you can give someone wisdom and an advice, right? And you, you know, you've got no kind of emotional attachment to it. You're giving it straight and you're like, this is clear as day. This is probably the best thing for you to do. And they take that advice. Amazing. You can take advice from people easier than taking advice from yourself, but the ability to take advice by yourself and being able to detach yourself Oh my days, so hard, but a superpower. So I think all of us should try and we can basically become our own helper in a way. We don't have to be our own worst enemy all the time. We can we can try. We can we can become our own helper. And I, I, something that's helped me as well is like I've been more kind in my mind to myself. I keep saying to myself like we've been through a lot, or like oh we, we to myself. I'm like we as a team as opposed to ah oh, I'm stupid or like you're like do you know what I mean? I'm like thinking there's two things in the mind. We we know. The monkey mind, the chimp mind. We know we've got the emotional 
part of our brain, we've got the logical part. There's always the those two in, in dynamics going on. And you want to try and work with it, you know. We live we're living with someone in our mind twenty four seven. That's how I'm looking at it now. And it just kinda of makes more sense to me. Um so I'm trying to make sure they're aligned. Okay, next one. We are sometimes as different from ourselves as we are from other people. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you in social scenarios and then you on your own. You could be a completely different person. And then who are you? You mean who are you who are you trying to be over there and who are you now? Important questions. Few people are wise enough to prefer useful criticism to treacherous praise. Yes, we should welcome criticism, and some people deliver criticism in really bad ways, and it's, they need to learn to, to give criticism in in kinder ways because it does trigger us, you know, automatic. Ugh. But if we can overlook how it's delivered in most cases, we can try and see the good from it and we can learn from it as long as we trust or know that it's coming from someone we know is a decent person. So anyone can criticize and just be a troll. But if someone you know and trust says something, a criticism to you, um, just try and look at what they're actually saying as opposed to straight on your guard up. Again, much easier said than done, but there's a lot to learn from those things. You know, thinking back to myself, like people say something, to me, I'd be like immediate defense mode, and you think back, well, actually, probably is more true, isn't it? It's probably truer than me not, you know, me going against it. I probably should listen. The desire to be seen as clever often prevents us from becoming so. Boris Johnson, mate, take your advice you learned from the ancient Greeks and deploy it now. Oh, God. Small mindedness leads to stubbornness. It is hard for us to believe anything that goes beyond what we see. Yes. Sometimes it takes as much cleverness to profit from good advice as to give ourselves good advice. Again, leading on from the previous one. We find very few sensible people except those who agree with our own opinion. Aye. Oh, he's sensible because he agrees with me. He's not sensible, he doesn't agree with me. Right? We have to accept that we have people in our lives that have different opinions. Doesn't mean they're not sensible. We got different opinions. Amazing and unbelievable to believe mind, isn't it? That people got different opinions, but we can all be sensible. We are lazier in our minds than in our bodies. Yes, we are indeed. And I was reading um, Plato's Republic the other day. And Socrates was speaking to this, I think he was speaking to Glycon, which is Plato's brother, I think. And he was saying to him, like, look, when we train the mind, when we train the mind by, you know, doing whatever, and then we go and do physical training, physical training is still, is another way of training the mind. He says, either, whatever we're doing is training the mind. And that's the most important thing. And if the mind isn't getting stronger, isn't getting fitter, isn't getting more resilient, our body's not going to follow suit. Even if you've got a stronger body, if your mind is not capable of taking your body to its potential, then the mind is always going to be the cap on everything you do. And there's a brilliant quote I heard the other day as well about business. He said that uh, a company's growth is only as, the company's growth potential is only as big as the uh, as the mind of the CEO or as the um, kind of like vision of the CEO. I was like, wow, it's like, that. yeah, so we're the CEO of our own life. 
whatever we think is capable, whatever our vision can be, that that the end of that vision is the cap of our, what we can do with our mind. Do you know what I mean? So in that regard, we have to work on our mind even more than we are right now, all of us. Um, I think in the gym, you know, you go 10 reps, ah, so then you can go five, t- five more. Uh, David Goggins talks about this. He says, most of us reach 30% of what we can do and stop because that's when like the slight pain starts. Um, so yeah, we've got to learn to probably in ways focus on strengthening our mind, becoming more resilient. And I think everything else in our life will become easier and will follow suit. But a few more because this voice not getting on and my throat's starting to hurt. We are never as unhappy as we think or as happy as we had hoped. <laughs> True. That's a good thing, isn't it? Like, we're never as unhappy as you think, but we're not as happy as we hope. We're not playing this romanticism fairy tale. Um, and when we when we think we're unhappy, we're maybe having a bad 10 minutes sometimes or a bad half an hour, maybe a bad half day, potentially a bad day um, in most cases. And then obviously there are, of course, there's cases that are going to be beyond that. But in general, we can't just be like, oh, Monday, I'm unhappy. It's just t- t- flip on your head. It's Monday, new week, get on with it. Um, p- build up the momentum for this week and you'll feel better about yourself as opposed to being like, oh, it's Monday, I'm so unhappy. That's not going to work for you, is it? And last one, temperance, so moderation, is simply a love of one's health or the inability to eat too much. <laughs> That's true, but in today's world, most of us find it hard to not eat too much. Um, but it's interesting with this guy in the 1600s is saying moderation is the, is a love of one's health. You think about it, this French guy, you know, probably one of, you know, probably quite wealthy in a way, living, a, yeah, he was wealthy actually, um, is claiming or saying that moderation is the love of one's health. And we should really take that seriously because I've mentioned moderation so many times. If we can be more, if we are being moderate with what we're eating and drinking, well, we are prioritizing our health, aren't we? Aren't we? We're not prioritizing the um, leisure or luxury of time that we're spending out. We're prioritizing health over that momentary, oh, that was a nice dessert or that and this. And we always regret eating too much or drinking too much. We always do. I don't think I know someone who's woke up after a massive bender on the weekend and gone, I'm chuffed to bits I did that bender. I'm chuffed to bits I drank way more than I needed. Nobody really does it. Like we can, we can, we can lie to ourselves and say, "Oh yeah, mate," but you know, you live once, and I don't regret to mate, because you know, you live once, and you know, you should be able to do you every want. And but I'm like, yeah, but you could have still had maximum fun and not taken it too far. That's the thing. You can still do that and not take it too far. It's being able to live and not go that step further, the unnecessary step that we all take because. Again, it comes back to the mind, the weak mind we have. That we, we, we fall into the prey of too, the, the more is better all the time and it's not. And if we can be moderate in those key areas, the Sunday will be saved and we feel better on the Sunday, we have a better day. And then Monday's not as bad, it all knocks on. So have a moderate day today, that's it. Your task, have a moderate day today. You know, if it's going to be raining like it is now, well, most witness be realistic. Most you're not going to go on your walk. But you might as well do something at home, go to the gym, track your macros, uh, try and stand up as much as you can. I remember the study I mentioned last week about the um, the hunter-gatherers being just moving about, squatting down more. And that's it, really the difference. So if you can just do that, 
get your stretches in or whatever and have a good day hit your macros and your momentum will build and i'll be back tomorrow sorry that the my voice is a bit down a bit because it is hurting speaking but all is well so enjoy your day remember to live one day at a time and live moderately and that's it thank you for listening to the one day at a time podcast with your host Scofflia. hopefully you understood something i said i hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind and i want you to now action it today i don't want you to think about tomorrow i don't want you to think about yesterday i don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast i don't want you to think about going to another website what i want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends you will take action and make the most of today ground yourself today follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change